Hey, you guys, this is Autumn with Mixed Solutions. And I say that as I feel like I'm one of those like ring announcers at like a boxing match. I mean, I'm going to get my game up on that. The next time I have a, a, reco- a podcast, I said a recording. I'm from the 80s, okay? I said recording. Yes, I said it. Um, the next time I have a podcast, I'm going to I'm gonna make an effort to do like the, the ring announcement thing, okay? Because I really don't know what to do with myself at the beginning. I feel a little awkward until I really get into my groove. Um, it's like meeting new people. You don't really know how they're going to be perceived, how they're going to perceive you. Are you, is she, is she silly and funny or is she like, that chick is weird. Most of the time, people probably just think I'm weird, but hey. Um, I have a little bit of a of a difficult topic to talk about today, but I think I see it so often, and I just want to yell. Stop being a victim. Stop being a victim. Stop it. You're doing it to yourself. And you're probably allowing your kids to be victims. If you allow yourself to be a victim, well, I'm absolutely positive that um, you're allowing your children to position themselves as victims. And what I realize is that we tend to position ourselves as victims is when we don't know how to solve the problem, um, but we don't want to be responsible for it either. I'm not calling yourself a victim as in, you know, I'm the victim of domestic abuse or violence or whatever. I'm saying there's an issue with your business or I, I am not making sales. I have, you know, 5,000 likes on my page, but I can't get anybody to buy anything. Stop it. Stop saying I can't get anybody to buy anything. I can't get anybody to come to my page. I can't get anybody to book me. Change what you're doing. If you're doing the exact same thing and it's not working, It doesn't mean that you can't get people to purchase what you're selling or you can't get people to book you. It's that you're not doing what it takes to get people to see you. There are countless people searching every single day on Facebook, on Google, on Pinterest. Um, I don't know. Do people search on Twitter? Twitter, it, it escalates my ADD, okay? So I tend to stay off Twitter. But, um a million ways they can search for you, but are you visible? You might be making posts on Facebook every single day, but have you done the work to understand SEO optimization? Does your website, if I type in the number, the the name of your company, does your website pop up first? Or do I have to go like three or four down before I find you? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you send me to your website and I'm, or I'm, I heard of you and now I'm going to try to Google you and your website is not one of the type, like top three, it's, I'm, I'm done searching. If I go to your website and I cannot find the answer to my question or how to contact you or pricing in like two to three clicks, I'm done. I don't have time for this. You have got to understand that this is not about how pretty you think your website is or how you want your website to look or how you want your graphics to be or what you want to put on Facebook. This is about your business. This is about your business being profitable, driving revenue, acquiring new customers. This is about you being able to promote new services or products. This isn't about your personal preference on aesthetics. This is about what works and what doesn't work. 
And so often I hear people being the victim of just personalization of business practices. You can't. You've got to stop. You are putting yourself in a position where you're making yourself the customer and then you are really limiting your ability to sell to masses. And so I started realizing like we probably do these the same thing with our children. I had a conversation with my daughter the other day. So, you know, about a week ago, she came home from school and she was talking about a project that she has in her class. And it's a group project. There's four of them. And she's like, oh, so, you know, everybody else is going to do the rest of the project stuff. And then I'm going to, I'm going to do all the drawing. They, they are creating some, basically, you remember the little, like, the movie books we used to have where you would like make the character, you would draw the characters and you would like draw them in a little bit of a different position every time. And when you flip through the book, it looked like a movie. They're doing this, but they're doing it on iMovie. I, it's out of my thing. I don't know. Just, okay. Half all right. That's so awesome. <laughs> That's my mom voice. Um, and so that was last week. That was last Monday. Okay. Her project was due today. And so she's been, she's said like little things throughout the week, like, oh, I have so much drawing to do. I have so much drawing to do. But every night she would finish like the rest of her homework and then she would be like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and draw. Okay. Well, she wasn't going upstairs and drawing. She was going upstairs and sitting on YouTube per the usual, right? Um, And so we don't coddle our children. We have a lot of accountability in our home. And so if you choose to procrastinate, that's perfectly fine. There are millions and millions and millions of people who procrastinate and they are still functional. But one of the things I told her is you want to be a procrastinator, then you have to accept and deal with the stress that comes along with being a procrastinator. I'm not going to deal with your, you're not, we're not going to have anxiety attacks. We're not going to pretend like it's the end of the world. We're not going to do the poor pitiful me. I have so much to do. You made the choice to procrastinate. So that was your choice. Perfectly fine. Not going to make, I'm not going to manage your, your school schedule for you. And again, we are creating victims by parents, not holding your teenage children responsible. Like if you have to write your kid's teacher an email and they are nearly grown you're not doing them any favors. You're not. If they are in high school, you need to teach them how to communicate with their teacher if they're having an issue. Stop doing it for them. Stop it. And if you're going to write your teacher, or even if you have a younger kid and you're going to go in and you're going to, I'm going to talk to the teacher, we have issues. What you need to do is you need to go in and you need to ask questions. Because the version of your child telling you, not that they're lying to you, but their perception Their personal belief about the situation might not be reality. If you have created or your children just by being children, because most of these kids find a way at a certain age, I think that they think if they're, if they're the victim, then you're, then they don't get in trouble. Um, But if you allow your children to maintain a victim stance, they're going to grow up and that's exactly how they're going to handle things. Like, oh, my boss was mean to me. Okay, deal with it. Either communicate about it and try to solve it or deal with it. But you don't get to complain. Like complaining is a waste of time and it puts you in a victim position. And if you are the victim, if, if, if it is happening to you and you have absolutely no control, well, then how is anything ever going to change? But if this is your business, if this is your homework, you're the kid or you're the parent or you're the owner, you're the employee, whatever the situation, 
if you want to be the victim because it is not you don't want it to be your fault you don't want to have to fix it that's fine it's going to stay that way because no one else is going to come and save you but if you just want to understand why what you're doing is not working stop saying it's not working and start saying what can I do differently let me find somebody that is rocking this shit out and I want to see what they're doing I'm going to look at their Facebook. I'm going to look at their Instagram. I'm going to look at their Snapchat. I'm going to see if they're on Pinterest. Are you, I'm looking at their website. Like I literally stalk other people. Dead ass all the time. Anybody who is doing what I'm doing or who is running any kind of business that, that I'm, that I watch them. Like I watch your podcast or I happen to see a live on Facebook and they, I connect with them. I am in, like I am, I'm a fan, not because I'm a groupie or I can't figure it out myself, but I believe that we all have gifts, we all have positive things, we all have strengths, and I might be at like a, a 6 out of 10 in terms of strength on Facebook marketing, but I have some friends that are, they knock this out of the park. Like, they literally knock it out of the park. Every single time they touch something, it turns to gold on social media. Well, is it, it's not an insult to me that I'm a 6, because you know what I'm what I knock out of the park is leadership. Do you know what I knock out of the park is growing businesses. So if I, if someone like me who can come together with somebody who's like really great at social media and I'm really great at growing businesses, why would we not team up? Why do I have to be insecure? Why can't I follow them and stalk them and just be like, I'm a, I'm a groupie today because I'm trying to figure out what you're doing that I'm not doing. Why can't I reach out and send an email or send a message and say, listen, I think that you're fantastic. I want to know what you're doing or what I, can you look at my stuff and see what I'm not doing? Can you give me some tips? Everybody is so afraid of acknowledging everybody else's positives that we just stay in the same position, like, because it's easier, right? Because if I acknowledge another entrepreneur for what they're doing, who might be in the exact same industry as me, well then, like, that makes me a punk, right? Like, how are you going to pump up somebody else who's your competition? Well, because they're doing it better than me. That's why I want to be on their level. Like, jealousy and envy are two different things. For me, I might be envious of where they are, but you know what it does? It's like fifth gear for me. Because I know if they can do it, well, you're damn skippy. I can do it. I just need to know how. Help me. Teach me. Show me. And if they say no, well, then it's a no. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to somebody else or I'm going to Google it. I'm going to be on Pinterest at three in the morning waking up my husband because I need to know. I need to know. And so if you want to just keep saying like, it's not working. It's not working. I don't have any sales. I need. Okay. Well, stay the victim then. But you've got to understand Your perspective is how you see situations. Perception is how other people see you. What's important is how you see other situations. I could not care less about how other people see me anymore. My experience with Goodwill made me realize I can't fix crazy and I can't help if somebody has some, some, they need some therapy. Like when people have wounds that they have not dealt with, which a lot of people do, unfortunately, um, I can't help how they perceive the situation. Like there's a there's like a, there's a filter of kind of emotional unwellness that they're looking at me through. And I have no control over the glasses that they have on their face. Like they have on sunglasses and they're like it's dark in here. Okay, well I have the lights on, so the only other thing for you to do to have light is to take your glasses off. 
I can't take their glasses off for them. But what I can do is I can be responsible for how I see the situation. And how I see the situation is the last thing that I'm ever going to allow myself to be is the victim. And I know that some of you, this may be, this, I'm hoping that this is a positive thing. I hope it's kind of like a, a, an encouragement and empowerment and not to make you feel bad. But I really want, some people, people just don't say, they don't just lay things out there. And I am not a sugarcoater. I, I don't know. I don't have it in me. If you are not succeeding in your business, it is not because it is not possible. It is because you are playing the victim. In one way or another in your life, you are giving yourself permission to not do what it takes, to not figure it out. And I know that seems harsh. It might be like, no, I am I'm working myself to death. I am doing everything I possibly can. You might be working yourself to death. You might be working 20-hour days. You might be doing everything that you know to do. But if it's not working, go ask, get more information, find a new way. I mean, we all know that the definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So are you applying the insanity theory to what you're doing with your business? There's no, there is no reason that you cannot change. I change my website about on a biweekly basis. So if somebody who logged into my website four weeks ago logged in today, it looks totally different. And I do that not because I can't make a decision. I like a lot of changes. I think if I log into somebody's website today and then I log in two weeks from now and it's changed, I'm like, oh look they're like they like to change things it's like always mixing it up I think change is good um and I'm not saying that you have to go change your website but what I'm saying is you have to be open to changing processes changing perspectives changing um you know how you're looking at things you have to be open to new ideas you have to be willing to go to the people that are doing it better than you and saying help me help me help me like be I don't know be pitiful because I'll be pitiful if it means that I'm going to earn another $100,000 in the next 12 months, wouldn't you? If I could if you could double your profits right now, would you be pitiful for 10 minutes? Who cares? Get out of your own way. Get out of your head. Stop worrying about how other people perceive you. No one gives a shit. Like people are so narcissistic that they're literally not thinking about you at all. Like they may see your, you know, if you have those people, there's always those people, you know, they may see you like share your website or share, you know, something that you're selling or share your, um, your, um, I don't know, your, your Facebook page, whatever business page, whatever it is you you share it. And you might get three likes on it. You're like, I have 500 friends, even my best friends didn't like my picture. My best friends didn't share. My, my mom didn't listen to my, my mom hasn't listened to my podcast. My own mother, my husband has not listened to my podcast. I don't think my best friends have either. Like, right. They're going to, if I'm going to post this to my Facebook, when I get done, I guarantee you, they're not going to hear me talking about them. If you think that your friends and family are supposed to grow your business and support your business, the way that you feel about your business, stop it right now. Quit. Business is not personal. You cannot expect your personal friends and family to be on board with everything that you're doing. You cannot expect, and if if that bothers you, like, honey, stop, get out of your head, get out of your way, do what it takes to be successful, stop being a victim, make the changes that you need to make to be successful because there is so much money out here for everybody to have there is not an there is not 
going to be a moment where we run out of money unless we are not doing what it takes to get it. Do something new. Do something out of your comfort zone. Do something out of the box. If you don't like doing lives, okay, so here's here's the thing. Like, Let's say you own a boutique and you don't like doing lives. Hire a teenager to be your brand ambassador. Give her free clothes. And they're going to take over your social media. You're going to be a poppin' on Snapchat. Now, obviously, if you have something like Christopher Banks, please don't hire a teenager. But if you have, you know, like a kind of a little more trendy, boutique-ish kind of thing, give them like a free outfit a month and have them be your brand ambassador. Have them come in and Snapchat when they're in the store. Like, I don't know. There's so many options. Like, influencers are becoming the next big thing. You, These companies are now, they're not going after celebrities anymore because we all know celebrity Instagrams, you know, their accounts are managed by someone other than them. But influencers are real people. They are me and you who have built up a following and they have massive impact on their followers. If they told their followers to go lick a dog turd off a plate or they showed a video of what looked like a dog turd and they licked it on a plate, like there are some, how do you think the Tide Pod challenge got started? Or the dumbass burn your arm on the, on the stove got challenged. That started probably with some idiot kid on YouTube. And yes, I said idiot kid, because if you're eating Tide Pods, whole other, whole other issue. But you've got to understand where the, the market is changing. Social media is changing. The way we market is changing. You cannot do marketing tactics from 2015. Nobody cares about your pretty little post that you put up. Like, hello, your template is showing. What people want is you. What people want is if you're like, get on and talk about how hard it is to run a business, get on and build an audience of people who care. Like there's so much out there. There's so much out there. So I want you guys to start thinking differently and I want you to start focusing on perspective of how you see yourself and stop worrying about how other people see you. Stop being scared. And if you are scared, like do it scared, do it scared, do it afraid, jump. Build your wings on your way on the way down. If you never, never, never do what I'm telling you to do, you're gonna look back and you're gonna be like, I should have, I should have just, I should have just jumped. So your perspective perception of yourself is so much more important than anybody else's perception of you. And the way that you look at situations, the way you see situations, there's a solution. So you can either focus on the problem and make yourself a victim, or you can find the solution because there's multiple out there. And uh, you can be the hero for not just yourself, but for your business. All right. So I am signing off for today. I hope you guys have a wonderful Tuesday evening. If you need any information, any support, you have questions, please reach out to us. You can find us on our website, www.mixedsolutions.com. And it's mixed, M-Y-X-D, mixedsolutions.com. So I will talk to you guys soon. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, leave them down below. Also, if you want to hear more, there's like a little subscribe button or a follow. I don't really know if you're listening on iTunes or Android, whatever that looks like for you um, to just make sure you get the alerts for these podcasts. You know how to work it, click it, and I'll talk to you guys later.